Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Hello and welcome into the Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Melissa Hyak and joining me today is Oswald Yo, co-founder and CEO of Glintz, a talent recruitment platform. Oswald, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Melissa. Hi, everyone. Hello. Well, yeah, I'd just like everyone to know that before we uh, went, on, uh, went on air, I was just having a chat with Oswald. It turns out that he's, he was born after I had been active on radio. Yes. So it just goes to show, right? Next time we meet like little kids, toddlers, or whatever, don't spank them or anything, or be really nice to them because you never know. Twenty years later, you know who they might become. All right. Okay. So Oswald, <laughs> first of all, congratulations um, on Glint uh, being placed in the top twenty uh, in the Financial Times list of high growth companies this year. Right now, maybe I, I just introduce introduce you very briefly just now to say you're a talent recruitment platform, but I'm sure there's much more that you do or, or there's something special about what you do with that um, that makes your company to be placed on that list. Sure, I know. Thanks a lot, Melissa. And thanks mm. for having me on the show as well. So a little bit about Glynn. Uh, we are the fastest growing and leading talent ecosystem for professionals in Southeast Asia. Our mission is to realize human potential. We want to help the 100 million professionals in the region to grow in their careers and to help employers find the right talent as well in the region. Um, there are three main things that we do differently, I guess, from many mm. other recruitment companies out there. I think the first thing is that we have built up a robust career ecosystem and talent ecosystem. Uh, we're a go-to platform for talent, not only for job opportunities, but also career development content and skills education content. Uh, the second thing is we have a hyper-localized recruitment expertise for our employers to help them to hire anyone, anywhere, not in a single market, but in all six markets in Southeast Asia. And lastly, as a tech platform, um, we use a lot of data to make more accurate matches and recommendations for employers and candidates. Mm. Give us an example, because um, I understand you, you, from what you've described as well, right, and what you put on your website, you help young talent build up their career readiness through internships and graduate jobs as well. So maybe you can um, provide us with a couple of profiles, you know, of, of how you help uh, specifically. Sure, very happy. So, so I'll give one example each on the talent side and on the employer side. Mm. So on the talent side, you know, one thing we do is to help people grow in their careers and not only to look for a job on the platform, and one of the stories that we love is the story of Ranga. Um, he's one of our Indonesian candidates. And when he first joined our platform, he was actually, you know, a fresh graduate. He didn't have much experience and he really wanted to be a developer. He was really passionate about software engineering, but he didn't have the right opportunities or all the skills that he needed as mm. well. So he went for a training program that we provided called Lins Academy. It was a three-month online coding bootcamp that gave them the right actual skill sets they need. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Noranga was so hardworking. He was, he was part-timing as a dishwasher at night as well, just oh, to wow. kid, um, provide for his family in Indonesia, okay. his okay. eldest son. And after three months in the bootcamp, he essentially found a job as a developer in our ecosystem as well. And his income tripled in three months. Mm. So it's one of the stories where we always call deva- dishwasher to mm-hmm. developer. Mm-hmm. And, and there, there are millions of people like Rangar on our platform that have really re- realized their potential mm. and grown in their careers. And that is our mission. We're going to help people grow. Mm. On the employer side, there's an employer, a startup here called GetGo. Um, they're a car sharing startup, which you guys may see on the roads in Singapore as well. Uh, they were looking to grow their business with more tech talent uh, to join their team. Right. But, you know, it's, it's very expensive 
and not a lot of talent supply only in Singapore. So we help them to build up their team in the region, in Indonesia, in Vietnam. And today they have saved men more than half a million dollars in annual salaries just mm. to build their team in the region. Okay. So okay. these are some examples and stories of how we help talent and employers grow. Okay. I mean, you, the, both yeah. examples are, uh, relate to the tech sector, but I gather you also help um, you know, people uh, and employers in, in other sectors as well, right? Yeah, that's right. So we, we have a big focus on the tech sector, but we really are a horizontal platform. So mm. We help uh, employers to hire other talents like sales and marketing talent as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm. how, do you, how do you charge uh, people or, or how do you monetize this service that you have? Yeah, so we typically have a success fee only after they find the right candidates. So mm-hmm. our customers are essentially the employers. They come to us for a recruiting solution. And mm-hmm. after we have made a right match for them, we then charge a about one and a half, two months placement fee mm-hmm. to help them. Okay. Uh, a lot of these employers also struggle to hire people legally in the region because they don't have local entities overseas. Right, right. Uh, they don't want to bother with the local payroll, employment taxes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So we take care of that for them. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's a recurring fee of about two $300 per headcount okay. per month. Okay. It all adds up to about a substantial savings at the yeah. mm-hmm. Now, your company is about 10 years old, right? Coming to 10? Yeah, it's about nine years. So nine we operated years. in 2013. Yeah. 2013, right? So next year will be your 10th yeah. anniversary, huh? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I understand you guys have also uh, gone into um, a bit of R&D as well, right? For example, mm-hmm. uh, again, because you have you do have the ready data on, on hand, right? Um, you published a, yeah. a salary guide, a Singapore salary guide uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it your first or, or is this... Is it the first time uh, you're publishing this or is this, this already in a different the, edition already? Ah, so we, we published the first edition in 2021. So ah, the, okay. the, the one this okay. year is the second edition. Second yeah. edition, right? And I, did right. you title it The Great Reshuffle or something? Uh, <laughs> but when, anyway, when we look at The Great Reshuffle, <laughs> like right? That, yeah. We're looking at a new generation of talent that's shifting um, the way that they look at work um, and, and work-life balance used to be like, oh, you know, it's uh, nice to have, you know, but now for them, it's actually a necessity. So can, can you outline and um, maybe sometimes set the record straight for you know mm. uh, what young job seekers are like and what they're looking for. Yeah, for sure. So there are a couple of things that we have seen in the employment market as key trends right now. I think the first one is a huge focus on the company culture and the company mission. Mm. I think in the employee survey conducted by Glynn, 62% mm. of the young professionals mm. actually voted the top predictor top predictor of workplace satisfaction mm-hmm. as having a positive work culture mm-hmm. as well as a mission that they believe in. So culture is really important, having a compelling mm-hmm. culture and mission. Mm-hmm. Um, second thing we have seen is, of course, money still talks. Uh, yes. A lot of people still want to be paid fairly. And on average, salaries have actually risen by about 10 to 25%, especially mm-hmm. in the tech sector in the past year. Wow. So there's a lot of demand, not enough supply, especially mm-hmm. in the tech sector and the digital sector. There has been an inflation of wages. Mm-hmm. So so that's something I think employers need to watch out for. But mm-hmm. the third thing I think that we see is it's also an opportunity. It's a new normal of employees wanting more flexibility in mm-hmm. the uh, in their work uh, in their work. And mm-hmm. also employers looking at hiring remote teams as well. Mm-hmm. I think through the pandemic a lot of employees realize that they don't have to be in office from nine AM to five PM and commute three days as well. Mm-hmm. They can still be as effective even if they just go into office one or two days mm-hmm. a week. They mm-hmm. can have more time um, doing work from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, employers find more and more employers have woken up to the idea as well. So providing employees that flexibility and having an open mind to tap on the regional pool of talent mm-hmm. is uh, a trend that we see that will be here to stay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, I believe that what you've described, um, of course, you know, is, is fairly typical of the younger job seeker, right? But because of the yeah. pandemic, I think it's also made people from, you know, whether, whatever generation you are, really reflect on what they want or do not want in life, right? And then I suppose to yeah. a certain extent, that's, that's led to the great uh, resignation or the great reshuffle, you know, in Singapore. Um, yeah. how, how do you see going forward, right? How do you see this global phenomenon uh, shaping the APEC? region, um, you know, and of course, Singapore being part of it, Singapore as well. Yeah, for sure, Melissa. So I think a lot of employees we have seen have essentially taken the past two years, they have so much time by themselves to reevaluate their careers. And we're now seeing people leave their jobs in record numbers. So it is a global phenomenon. And we're starting to see it in Southeast Asia and Singapore as well. Mm. Uh, where we see that this is especially true amongst the younger generation, mm. um, aged between 18 to 31. And then we decided to run an employee survey to look into this further. Um, mm. And actually 62%, uh, again, of, of people are really just optimizing for culture mm. and the mission that they believe in uh, mm. and having some flexibility. Mm. So I think one way that employers can combat this trend to retain their talent mm. is by making sure they have a positive work culture a compelling mission and giving the employees some flexibility. Yeah, but you know what? Culture is something that's that can be quite abstract. I mean, you can you can go to the website of these companies and say, oh, these are our values, these are our vision, this is our mission, right? And they describe yeah. it in words what they are. But uh, yeah. you know, but precisely, more specifically, what what do talents, right? Uh, perhaps the the younger generation of talents, what are they looking for in terms of a so called positive culture? Because there are some companies that feel that, oh, okay, we hire and fire, you know, uh, uh, according to performance. For some people, that is actually a positive work culture because it's totally meritocratic, right? But on the other mm. hand, there are others who may feel that, hey, we don't want a comp- we want a company that has our back, that's understanding, that's, yeah. that has more compassion, more empathy. So what do you mean yeah. when you said positive work culture? Yeah, so I, I think culture is really not just what you put in your website uh, and what you say, but really how you do things. So the, the more successful companies that we see have implemented a good culture are very clear about what their values are and they and they not just they not just um put it on their website mm-hmm. but they really put their money where yes. their mouth is they incorporate yes. it into even their performance reviews, they incorporate right, it into their right. recruitment processes. Yes, but so it, it's very consistent. Ah, okay. Yeah. So at interview, um, whatever you, you claim your values to be, it must be conveyed also even through your first contact with the, the, the candidates that you're you're dealing with. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So at Glynis, for example, we one of our culture values is having a beginner's mindset. We like people that are constantly seeking growth and mm. personal development. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put their ego aside, accept criticisms mm-hmm. and, and grow. And we, we look for that in interviews as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on, uh, on the flip side, why do you think your employees like working at Glynis? No, I, I think two things that we have been told. Uh, one is as a startup, as a fast-growing startup, we, mm-hmm. we give them a lot of room for personal growth and career mm-hmm. development. You know, we, we always have more opportunities than people internally. So we almost have no, we, we don't micromanage them. We let them, we have to mm. give them the freedom and the opportunity. And this gives them a huge uh, space for personal growth and personal mm. development. Mm, mm. Uh, there's an example of someone who joined us as a marketing executive in Singapore as a fresh graduate. Uh, mm. But because we were launching a Vietnam market and we we're looking mm. for a country manager, mm. we took a bet on him and we sent him there. And he mm. launched a business successfully mm. and grew it to 100 people. And we see a lot of 
examples of this as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, going back full circle to how we started our conversation when we talked about um, the tech sector and, and there being a shortage of supply mm-hmm. uh, labor. I mean, right, right now your focus is on Southeast Asian uh, territories, economies, right? Any plans right. to move further out? Yeah, we, we are looking at more markets in Southeast Asia. So we are right now in Indonesia, Vietnam, um, Taiwan and Malaysia. We are looking at Philippines and Thailand next. So we can realize the, mm-hmm. the value proposition of helping employers hire anyone anywhere in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is we're also looking at opening up sales and business development offices internationally right. in markets like Australia and Japan, right. where companies there are also looking at tapping onto Southeast Asian talent so we can mm-hmm. connect a really bit of breach for the employers and talent here. Mm. So any mm. any scoop that you can share with us here on Money FM on, on what else you might be doing that could be, you know, quite transformative for your company? <laughs> yeah, I think we are always looking at improving the user experience. Uh, we'll, we are, we are other than launching a new market, we continue to invest in R&D and product development. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea is really to build a full-stack career platform that can help them Candidates and professionals grow on their journey through mm-hmm. more skills, education, mm-hmm. and community features, and not mm-hmm. only job search features. So mm-hmm. this is something that professionals can look up for. Yeah. Mm. And maybe before we, we close off, you said you're you're 29 years old this year. Yeah. Or are you right. turning 29, or are you turning 30 this year? I was born in '93, so that means I'm <laughs> oh, turning. Oh, oh, good grief! Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So, so maybe <laughs> so for your next milestone. Um, because you you kind of yeah. started this company when you had just graduated from a uh, Hua Chong right uh, institution That's or around right, that yeah. time when right we were just yeah going to university yeah. yeah so so in ten years you've already you know you and your your part your business partners have created this company so your next milestone <laughs> <laughs> well at personal front I just started a family this year as well. oh congratulations so, thank you yeah so so have a eight month old baby now together mm. with my wife so look forward to to I think continuing to at the same time growing the company as well mm-hmm. um, and hopefully one day when my children are looking for jobs and growing their careers they can use the same platform that I'm building right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I suspect that, you know, it'll be the family business that they'll be working on. But <laughs> thank you very much, Oswald Dio. Thank you yeah. for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you and thank all you, the best. Melissa. Well, we've been speaking with Oswald Dio, co founder and CEO of Glint's a talent recruitment platform. Thank you for joining me here on Workday Afternoon for Soul of Business. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.